0: Hello, friends. My name is Eric Cloward, and welcome to the Stoic Coffee Break. The Stoic Coffee Break is a weekly podcast where I take an aspect of Stoicism and do my best to break it down to its most important points and talk about how we can apply it in our daily lives. I share my successes and my failures and hope that you can learn something from my experience all within the space of a coffee break. This week's episode is called Embody Your Philosophy. Epictetus said, don't explain your philosophy, embody it. And Robert Greene said, events in life mean nothing if you do not reflect on them in a deep way, and ideas from books are pointless if they have no application to life as you live it. The hardest thing about any philosophy is being able to apply what you learn in real life. We can read all the books, watch all the videos, and follow all the gurus, but until we actually apply what we've learned, all of that learning is kind of worthless. Now, developing a practice of reflection and thinking deep about your life experience and philosophy is a very challenging endeavor because it's often difficult to actually apply what you know. For example, we know what we should and shouldn't eat, but we still struggle to eat a diet that is very healthy for us. We know that we should work out and keep ourselves in shape, but sometimes getting out of bed for that early morning run is is not all that easy because you want that extra bit of sleep. So how do we live our philosophy? How do we move past just the book learning and into application of what we've actually learned? This is something that's been a real challenge for me, so I'm guessing that it's probably been a challenge for others. Learning to reflect on what life brings our way and what we can learn from it and how we can grow from it is really something that takes a lot of effort and thoughtfulness. Connecting what we learn to how we act is always an ongoing process. But unless we figure out how to do that, then our knowledge is wasted and we'll just continue on doing what we did before. Now, to be honest, I don't have a perfect way to apply philosophy and it's something that I think about every single day. Each time I fail to keep an even keel when things are challenging, it's always a struggle just to slow down and breathe and let go of those feelings that are very strong and overwhelming at the moment. And it's times like these when I often feel like I've failed in applying my philosophy. But lately, I've been practicing a few ideas that seem to be helping me keep that mindset and also help me just generally be more aware. The Stoic Emperor says, Peace must be found in the imperfect present. One of the most important things that I've been working on lately is acceptance. And that's the acceptance that life is never going to be exactly the way that I want. Ever. There will always be something to complain about. There will always be wars, natural disasters, turmoil, and chaos somewhere in the world. There will always be something wrong. And often I've found myself feeling irritated or annoyed because things aren't the way that I want them to be. But when we spend our time wishing for things to be other than they actually are, then we're really refusing to accept reality as it is. And getting into a mindset of accepting things as they are and not as I wish is certainly challenging. But the more that I practice the acceptance of what is, the easier it is to work with what is. Now, acceptance is not just the same thing as resignation. So when we accept life as it is, we don't despair, but we don't see the world through Pollyanna eyes either. It's not like we're trying to find positive elements in every situation but more finding peace with the imperfectness of life. Albert Einstein said, Failure and deprivation are the best educators and purifiers. If everything in life was easy, there'd be very little incentive for us to improve and grow. Facing up to and overcoming challenges is what brings us the greatest pleasure in life. When we're simply given something with no effort of our own, then we're robbed of the chance to learn and grow. And I know for me personally, the things that I earn through hard work and persistence always feel much more rewarding than things that I was just given. When we face a great challenge, we get the opportunity to bring our skills, our wits, our wisdom all to bear. And we even acquire new strengths and skills. If we're never tested, never challenged, then we just stagnate or even atrophy. And muscles and skills that go unused are pretty much worthless unless we actually use and develop them. But learning to view challenges as the key to growth is really hard. We want things to be easy and to go our way. But I propose that when we work on getting better at the meta skill of just seeing challenges as the path to growth and not as the obstacle, then we can face any challenge with the right perspective. Seneca said, The wise man is neither raised up by prosperity nor cast down by adversity. For always, he has striven to rely predominantly on himself and to derive all joy from himself. Life is always going to be throwing you curveballs. Sometimes you're ready for them, and you knock it out of the park. Other times you can be as prepared as possible, and you still falter. Still, other times you're caught completely off guard. There's no such thing as getting what you deserve, or not, because the universe doesn't really care what you think you deserve. Life happens not as we want, but as it will, and we're just along for the ride. Now, if we're wise, we recognize this truth and we understand that our happiness should not be dependent on external things. If we attach our happiness to our careers or our possessions, well, then what happens when we lose those? I mean, you could get fired tomorrow. Your house could burn down. If your self-worth, your pride are wrapped up in those things, then you are handing over control of your happiness to things outside of yourself. And when we recognize that we have control of our happiness by appreciating the good and the bad, then we can recognize just that this is how life just is, and we're better able to take what happens in stride. To be calm is the highest achievement of the self. Zen proverb. The more that we learn about the brain, we learn that we are constantly bombarded by stimulus, and that everything that enters our conscious awareness impacts us no matter how small it is and add in the noise of the modern world, and finding some peace of mind is becoming more and more of a challenge. Being calm is not just a matter of will, it's a matter of practice. And the more that we practice, the stronger our ability to call upon our ability to be calm. And so why is the skill of developing calmness so important? Well, if we're being constantly buffeted about by every stimulus, sensation, or emotion, then we're never really in control of ourselves. We're also easily manipulated by those who can arouse our anger or our fear. Now, calmness, for me, does not necessarily mean quiet. You can practice being mindful and practicing calmness in the middle of chaos, which is one of the most important places to be calm. Equanimity that the Stoics often talk about is that internal calmness, and it's not about what's happening outside of ourselves. We need to find that calmness in the midst of the storm. And the quest for equanimity is always an ongoing practice, and is probably one of the most important skills that we can develop. So, how do we actually practice this? I think the best way to live your philosophy is to cultivate a mindset of calmness. It's taking time each morning to set the mood for the day. Things like meditation, journal writing, or exercise, those are all things that can help us get into that mindset that helps us find that equanimity. And... Equanimity is all about balance, and that balance helps us in our daily lives. And when we practice meditation in the morning, it makes it just a little bit easier to be mindful throughout the day. And that mindfulness can be that little bit of awareness that we need that buys us those moments between stimulus and response that allows us to choose for ourselves and to make wise choices rather than just reacting. Developing a useful mindset of equanimity is not something that just happens. It's something that you have to cultivate and work on each and every day. It's something that takes effort and constant reminders. You may remember to be mindful and aware of your thinking and what's going on around you, only to forget just a few minutes later and have to bring your focus back to being mindful again. But each and every time you fail and remember and bring your focus back to being mindful, then you've strengthened that mental muscle just a little bit more. And it's the thought that counts. And that's the end of this week's Stoic Coffee Break. Remember, be good to yourself, be good to others, and thanks for listening. Hello friends, thanks for listening to the podcast. If you like what you hear, head on over to patreon.com slash stoiccoffee and help support this podcast by becoming a patron. Also, swing by our website at www.stoic.coffee where you can sign up for our newsletter and buy some great looking shirts and hoodies at the new Stoic Coffee Shop. Also, if you know of somebody that would benefit from or would appreciate this podcast, please share it. Word of mouth is always the best way to help this podcast grow. Thanks again for listening, and we'll talk to you next week.